0: Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks as as always I have my co-host Stephanie Wesco with me. How are you, Stephanie? I'm uh,
1: rejoicing in the Lord.
0: You know, that took a, a few seconds there. And on radio, that's called silence or airtime. I'm and, uh, sorry. So I want you to write down a list <laughs> uh, for next time out. And, uh, yeah, because airtime, they're going to say, man, what are those guys doing? But anyway, we're uh, we're coming to you uh, collectively, me in South Carolina, in the front of my Chevy pickup truck known as Big Red. And uh, Stephanie's out in Indiana. And uh, we're just thrilled to have this 112th podcast. And we just talked about... Uh, uh, just a, a tested service and how God uh, talks about how Timothy was one of those guys. He was all in, Stephanie. He was 100% behind Paul. He took care of Paul. He took care of God's people. He was sold out. First and most importantly, he was sold out for Jesus Christ. So I think, I think the whole theme of these podcasts, I think the whole life we're living, Stephanie, is to be sold out for Jesus Christ. How do you feel yeah. about that?
1: i agree that's the life that god calls every believer to live and
0: so we need to be sold out for christ jesus and and that's what we're trying to do on this hot day and and uh so we're on verse number 23 and it says him therefore talking about timotheus uh, timothy he says him therefore i hope to send you presently so soon as i shall see how it will go with me so here we are he's saying you know what i'm going to sell tim i'm going to send timothy Just as soon as I can, presently. Isn't that a good word? I'll send him presently. I've always liked that when people say presently. I don't say that word enough, Stephanie. Have you ever heard me say presently?
1: Nope.
0: Well, it's, you know what I I just did? I remember. You know what I just did? I just went up to that little disc in my brain and took my mouse and clicked on that save thing. So I just saved that in my brain. So you'll hear me say that again. But I want to hop right back to this <laughs> presently and get going with what we're doing here. So we got to understand what's going And you knew I was going to do that. But we got to hop right in and look at what's <laughs> going on. So we, we know Paul's circumstances are less than Stella. We know that and yeah. there's New England again, man.
1: It did. That was, that was a good one. How did I get an uh word. instead
0: of an er? And I don't know, but we. I don't know. But we know the lesson, Stella, and and it goes on. So we know there's a lot going on. He's imprisoned. He's in the palace. We're told in Philippians 1:13, we're told he's in there with a, a, a guard, and the guard's hooked to him. And it tells us that in Acts 28:30, he he's been in bonds long enough that everybody's heard about his imprisonment. He set out a pep for didis to tell folks. That hey I'm in jail and then he heard about a arrival and illness and and uh, maybe they had the coronavirus back then Stephanie you just don't know and and uh, <laughs> but they had illness that's for sure and Paul's bonds had become widely known and and because of that he furthered the gospel so as we read along we know that God's furthering the gospel we know that Paul here uh, is in a second year of imprisonment according to my Bible professor in the notes in my Bible and. That's that's pretty messy when you start getting that going that far out and and, and so we know that Nero died we uh, we can we can trace some things from the Book of Philippians but I think the most important thing is he's sending someone away Stephanie and he's he's in handcuffs and shackles he's hooked to another dude and uh, how do you make a decision to send someone out in that type of situation Well
1: I think you'd be led by the Spirit of God and Paul obviously was.
0: Yeah. And so don't you love you know, people who do that?
1: Finalists.
0: Yeah. Think about your friend, yeah. Ronder, you know, Ronder, lets you, sends out your daughters. They look out for you. Now, isn't it cool when they show up?
1: I it think, is. Everybody's happy. I'm happy.
0: You know, I really <laughs> like, uh, as uh, Emmy calls it, Liberty. Uh, I really liberty. like oh, Liberty, yep. Lydia, uh, Leah, Mama Mia, Leah, and then sweet Lou. And boy, they just have a good family. You know what I mean? They do. And they send them, to and Logan, and they send these folks down to help. And, and I think that's what Paul's trying to see. He's trying, he's saying, listen, I'm stuck here anyway. And so God, you tell me when to send Timothy out, I'm sending him out. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The, the church at Philippi needs him. He needs to make a difference. And, 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 and what, what do you think is going through people's minds uh, back then, a couple thousand years ago, as they're reading what Paul's writing. What do you think is going through their minds as the Church of Philippi is reading this?
1: Well, I think there was, I'm sure there was excitement. Yeah. Um, you know, there was had to have been an great anticipation built. Yeah. Knowing that Paul was thinking of them and was gonna send, um, you know, someone that he trusted this much to see them and check up on them.
0: And then the, the whole weird side there where he's telling them that I'm in prison. And it doesn't matter yeah. whether I live or die. Now, now, does it freak you out when people say that to you, I don't care whether I live or die?
1: Yeah, Charles used to say that all the time.
0: And it freaked you out, didn't it?
1: <laughs> it did.
0: It freaks me out you yeah. just telling me he said that to you. I never met Charles. I mean, I know what he looks like now because of all the pictures. And he could come up to me in heaven and I'm going to say, Charles, what's going on, dude? I've been hanging out with your family. But, I mean, I didn't know him from Adam here on earth. And I think Charles knows I'm hanging out with you guys, and and that's a conversation you, Debbie, and I had. I believe, uh, I believe that he knows people are looking out, and you know, you making friends. And, but now, how did Charles? Now, how would Charles tell you it doesn't matter whether I live or die? How did he? We see how Paul does it. Paul says, "Listen, if I die, it's gain. Uh, if I live, I can work harder." How did Paul present that to you, his wife and the mother of his eight, uh, Charles? How did he present you that to too. you? Yeah, the mother of his eight children, his wife.
1: Um, he presented it um, honestly from the time of our honeymoon, and wow, um, just let me know very clearly that ultimately his life was about um, wow. drawing others to Christ, and wow. so whatever that included, he That's was more than happy. a pretty heavy honeymoon
0: conversation. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. We had very, hit. some of our honeymoon conversations left me like, wow, I never envisioned this.
0: You know, when I was on my uh, honeymoon, I was hiding clothes. Tears. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't talking about heavy stuff like this, man. And No,
1: he just, he was very much, um, I mean, we were talking about Cameron. Cameron was on his heart way back then as far as perspective, wow. place to visit, to go. What a wonderful and, man. Um, yeah so he just yeah that was i think it was just the way of life for him and um but
0: you never really You know i mean he you never really think that though i mean you didn't think that uh charles has given his life did did that cross your mind no no
1: no um not really in any kind of serious um i think i kind of viewed him as invincible to be honest and um because he you know he was hardly ever sick he was was that guy that literally could do anything so he was I kind of like the opposite of
0: you he was like the opposite of you and me then is basically what you're saying here
1: not the opposite of you but the opposite of me yes
0: oh. so
1: but, but yeah
0: he's now did he ever say that in front of the kids and i hate to get you know this this whole podcast is about me getting personal with you and I'm, i apologize about that and uh but did he did he ever say anything to the kids? You know, if something happens to dad or mom, or, I mean, or was it just you?
1: No, he had um, he had talked to the kids. I mean, they had heard him preach, and that heart very came, very much came out in his preaching. Wow! But six weeks before he died, um, he had point blank sat you know, and this is in my book, but he had sat around our supper table the night of Samuel's. Um, would have been Samuel's sixth birthday yeah. and um, had been very open and honest that he would be more than willing to give his life for the Lord if the Lord wanted him to do that and that there would be no greater privilege to him than to get to um, give his life for Christ. And so um, after he died, the kids very much remembered. We talked about that night and talked about how dad had said, um, that that would be his greatest joy. And yeah. there was no privilege he could picture more than, you know, he had lived for the Lord. So there was no there was no fear of dying for him, I think, because of that. And I think because, you know, God had in some way, looking back, I think God had given him some sense of that that was what his future held.
0: Yeah. So th- there was definitely some... Uh, so he at least God gave him the spirit uh, yes uh, to deal yeah. with that with you and to deal with that with the kids and and so paul 's dealt with that in there in one twenty one and we we really had a whole podcast about that and now we're coming up and he's talking about timothy and he's hooked up he had already covered that 121 to die his gain and, and and you know he goes on and he tells him if i don't die it's okay too because i can serve you and then he gets here to verse 24 stephanie and it says i trust in the lord that i also myself shall come shortly now you want to talk about some confidence there he's saying you know i'm not far behind timothy and uh so he 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 held out faith. He held out faith that you know maybe I, you know I'm going to be there soon with him. I'm going to be part of this. And and uh, what comes to your mind when you you see Paul's optimism here and you see Paul's confidence? Uh, what do you think he's thinking about there? Well,
1: I think in the same sense that you know the Holy Spirit gives us guiding guidance and direction. And Paul was obviously a visionary. And what's exciting to me about this verse is, you know, Paul was sitting in jail. And instead of sitting there saying, God, would you just come back? Would you just rescue me from my circumstances right now? Paul's mind and heart was on the mission God had him to accomplish. Yeah. And um, as I look, you know, when I compare this verse to today um i think of what jesus said before he died of occupy till i come and i think there's a a sad mindset that i see in christians today of not that it's wrong to long to see the lord and long for the rapture but is that longing coming out of a heart of love to see the Lord and worship him or is that heart coming out of God, we just want rescued and um, we're sick of dealing with life and, um, you know, we don't like inconvenience and Paul didn't have that mindset. He's sitting in prison and, you know, American Christians cannot comprehend (laughs) the persecution and the inconveniences Paul was dealing with. And Paul isn't saying here, Oh, I'm just going to shrivel up and, Hang on for dear life. No, he's like, I'm. I'm planning. I've got. God has work for me to do, and I'm planning, and I'm. I'm envisioning, and I'm working towards that. And I think that's the mindset God wants us to have. Of, we're staying busy. We're praying and seeking God about what's the next thing you have for me to do, Lord, and staying a usable vessel. Um, you know, where it's not like we're just trying to stay. You know, sitting on a shelf. Collecting dust. Paul was in prison and was not sitting on a shelf collecting dust. So this challenges me that, yeah. what am I doing? Am I staying yeah. busy?
0: Well, and I think, I, you, you know what I really like is, is when you making that point, when you just made that point that I'm going to keep this attitude as if I'm getting out. You know, I'm going to keep yeah. this attitude. I'm going to trust God with this. And, you know, he said, if I die, that's okay. You know, we said that earlier on, and to guy is game, yeah. uh, if I live, I'll be able to keep ministering to you, it, it may work out better for you, and, and uh, but you know, I'm not going to sit here and fixate on this, and, and, and you know, Stephanie, there's, yeah. a, there's a, let's say a thousand people listen to this podcast this day, and, and, uh, and, and so many people are fixating on these different things, so many people are, are caught up on these different things, and the what ifs. Uh, the maybes, the what ifs, the could bees, the should bees, the how to uh this you know the, the deserves. You've heard them all, and you may have yes. said them. I have, and and Paul's saying I'm going to set an example that gets rid of the could be's, should bees, would be's, might bees, deserve to be, and uh, I'm going to plan on uh, I'm going to plan on coming to see you folks, and you know uh, uh, get that get that calf as fat as you can because we're going to have some veal, praise God, and uh, I mean that's. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's going on here. I think it's a different yeah. level. Yeah. 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 And, well, and
1: I think it's, um, I think there's that principle of, um, you know, this makes me think of the passage where Paul talks about having that thorn in the flesh. And, you know, even in the midst of having that thorn in the flesh, Paul was still serving God. He wasn't going to let that stop him. And um, I was, I remember back um, spring of, 2019 when I found out right after I found out I had um, liver tumors and before I knew they were not cancerous and um, yeah. I had someone tell me that they thought I should cancel any future anything involving ministry and just focus on me and um, I remember just kind of being shocked and being like no that's not that's not at all what I feel God's leaving me to do and I'm not trying to say I've got this ministry life all figured out by any stretch but looking back I am so thankful that I did not listen to that counsel because when the rubber meets the road this life isn't about us and I understand we have to rest and we have to take care of ourselves but God has work for us to do even when we don't feel good even when we feel done and that's when God's grace gets to show it you know God gets to show himself strong in our weakness and Paul is such an example to us of someone who was weak, who, um, he was not Superman. Yeah. Paul had the same human nature, the same... Same um, flesh, bones, he struggled bruises. With the same thing. Yeah. Yes. Illnesses. And still, he, yeah. was, he was focusing on, when I get out of jail, his first thought wasn't, when I get out of jail, I'm going on a vacation. No, it's like, when I get out of jail, I'm going back out visiting the people I love and ministering to the people I love, and that's the heart of Christ.
0: I'm it, serving God. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. When I get out, I'm serving. I'm in. I'm one hundred percent in, and uh, and that's pretty that's pretty great news. Uh, that's the way we should. Yeah, you know, we can say things, and, and boy, you know this as a mom to eight kids, the way you say things and what you say. Uh, changes the whole complexion of how kids see things and take them. And, uh, and, and Paul, and and I mean, you know, exactly. I mean, Emmy, uh, she, however you're acting is how Emmy is. If you're in a good mood, Emmy's in a good mood. And, and that's how kids are. I mean, and, and that's, that's nothing new, by the way, that's, you know, kids have always been (laughs) that way, but Paul knew that with his fellow Christians. You know, he knew that with his fellow Christians. He knew that, you know, hey man, and you know, can I give you the good news? Paul made it out of jail there. And uh, he did make it to Philippi from all we can tell, but his life ended bad. You know, I'm gonna be upfront with you. You know, if tradition's right, if Baptist history's right, if if my Bible professor's right, and and, I mean, they taught me a lot of things that aren't in the Bible, but most of them have proved to be true. And, uh, uh, (laughs) but tradition has it that in about 65 or a few years after this, uh, Paul had his noggin cut off and, that Nero, ordered, and Nero had died, that's right. So he he lived, he died under Nero's ministry, so I messed that up earlier. But, I mean, if you can imagine, uh, you know, an attitude, a, and that's what I think we're, we're, we've been reaching for throughout the book of Philippians, and throughout the letter to the church at Philippi, and throughout everybody, I think we've been reaching for that same thing, which is, hey, listen, it's about perspective, it's about attitude, it's about your God it's knowing that your god's in in control and knowing that your god saved you and knowing that your god can eternally deliver you eternally um it it changes things and uh and and it's still hard i mean you still have eight little kids to worry about or six little ones and a couple big ones or whatever and i i still worry about my kids and they're grown and uh, i still have knucklehead pains over them you know and so i think that uh um I, I think the biggest point here, if we're if we're getting to one, if we're if we're getting somewhere, if we're going somewhere together, folks, if if this study means anything to you on this day, it's perspective. It's locking in your relationship with your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and learning everything you can about the Lord. You know, when we start dating a girl or we marry a girl, get ready to marry a girl, we know everything about them. Their favorite color, yeah, things they like to do, the chow they like. Uh, uh you know things they like to do on certain days church they like to go to you know favorite this favorite that favorite books Uh, you know we go out of our way to study people and 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 you know women and men both do that with their uh future spouses and and uh but it seems like we're missing a little bit of that with god it seems like we're missing we're missing some of the learning there you know and uh and we should we should try to know god's favorites and we should try to know what God wants from us and what we should be doing. And we should try to know uh, how we can do those things. And, and, and I think that's where Paul's going with this is, hey, I'm all in. You know, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to go see you guys and uh, things are going to be all right. And he could have wrote that letter and said, hey, man, times are bad. And, you know, in 2 Corinthians, honestly, if you read the second letter to the church at Corinth, he said, we feared for our lives. You know, times, you want to talk about a great prayer letter. We went in, we thought they were going to kill us, but we decided to preach anyway. And, uh, I I mean, so Paul knows all this stuff going on. Uh, But he's saying, you know what, I'm choosing not to be heavy on these folks. Like he said in 2 Corinthians, I don't want to bring... A bad juju to these people. I don't, I don't want to have them feeling bad for me. I want to let them know that prayers are appreciated, that we serve a great God, mm-hmm. and, and maybe that God's going to get us out of here. Maybe, you know, maybe any day I'm getting out of here, and I, I think that's what I'm seeing. So So what would you tell somebody, Stephanie, someone who's listening, who's, who's saying, I'm not there, man. I. You know, how do I get to where Paul is? How do I get halfway to where Paul is? How do I get a third of the way to where Paul is? What, what would you tell them?
1: Well, I think, you know, we look at the life of Paul and we see someone who <clears throat> came a long way, you know, when, where he was when he wrote Philippians compared to where he was when he got saved. Yeah. Paul had to go through the same learning, growing process that we do. And, um, you know, after Paul got saved, God sent him away. God sent him into that desert of Arabia where I believe he spent that time getting to know God and um that's the basis of everything is you know going to the lord with that heart cry of god i want to know you
0: yeah and i think and i want to
1: have that walk with you
0: yeah and, and and i think the important thing here is there you know this is a, uh it's it's trusting in the lord i think we're going to name 112 this podcast we're doing right here trusting in the lord trusting for the delivery trusting for i'm going to get out of here i'm going to make it to philippi trusting through the good, through the bad, through the lousy, through the sad. I don't know. Uh, I just think that we've got everything we need with the Holy Spirit of God in our hearts. We got everything we need with the Bible. We got everything we need with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I think that's where we're going here. I think that's what this yeah. podcast is all about. Folks, smile today. Talk to somebody, esteem someone higher than yourself, hug them. You know for sure you're going to, if you're a saved, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, man, live it, wear it, put it out there. And uh, boy, God can use that. And uh, we're just thrilled. It's it's always good to have you with me, Stephanie. Any parting words for our faithful today?
1: Um, I would say um, uh, the principle that plays into this too, even though it's not worded, is the, the aspect of prayer and um, that Paul could, you know, possibly Paul had this confidence that he would come to them because he knew this church was upholding him and they were praying for him. Yeah. And so the importance of praying for um, those that are in bonds, the importance of praying for those, you know, friends of yours that are going through those trials because God works through the prayers of his people. And so there's the aspect here that we don't see, but that Paul had confidence and had that peace and, and you know, God, gave, could, God could work in his heart and life um, because this church was praying for him.
0: Yeah. Praise God. And there it is right there, folks. And uh, so thankful to come into your airways. And Stephanie and I count it a privilege to be able to share this podcast with you. We look forward to talking with you tomorrow. And uh, uh, folks, live live the life that Paul's living. You can. Trusting in God, trusting in his... Uh, uh, his ability to take you out of any situation, His ability to bring you to that next level, His ability to make you somebody that you can't even imagine because God does that every day. We sure do love you folks. Hey, look us up at Helpful Wounded Spirits. Drop by, say hi, stop by our personal pages and uh, make sure you tell us what's going on. May Lord bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.